on this episode of Beer, Blues, and BS, Big D joins the show. And I mean actually joins the show this time. We're going to have a lot of fun talk. We're going to talk Snow Again in 3. We're going to talk oh, wrestling a little bit. We're going to talk TV. I talk about some board games and some board game controversies, so that's always fun. At least for me it is. And uh, one of us drinks a really bad beer. Which one? Huh. You're just going to have to wait and find out. You're in a good place. Welcome to the show. In a world where every Rob, Steve, and Lane has a podcast, two good brothers will try to rise above the rest. <laughs> Howard Blues and the Mark Kidder invite you to pour a cold beverage, pull up a seat, and enjoy time with friends. Welcome to Beer, Blues, and BS. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Beer, Blues, and BS, the podcast racing into the new year like a Japanese bullet train on Fast Forward. I'm your host, Howard Blues, here, as always, with my co-host, the man, the myth, the legend, the Mark Kidder. Kidder, how you doing tonight? Oh, hello, Howard Blues. How are you tonight? And uh, Howard Blues would like to apologize to all of our Japanese audience. <laughs> I never said that I was doing Japanese. You know, why, I, why you got to be so racist? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not, but, you know, we've been having issues with you and your sound already being out of sync that that dub might actually just work out this time. <laughs> But who actually said that there was anything wrong with my sink? I know how to sink or be sinking. Mm. You just you just turn on the tap, put the glass under, catch the water, turn off the turn off the tap. Yeah, it's gonna be one of those nights. <laughs> I, you know, I was in a pretty decent mood. Kidder's a bit punchy. Uh, maybe it's because punchy. No, nah, you're not always punchy. Last mm. last week you were like in a in a like melancholy. It was. I was drunk at the time. Uh, no, I think you'd been up since four a.m. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> so, it's like being drunk. Yeah, kind of. And, uh, you know, it, it wouldn't be a good punchy episode of Beer, Blues, and BS unless we, you know, have, of course, everybody's favorite minister of trolling. That's right. Big D is also on the show with us tonight. Big D, how's it going in your neck of the woods? That's going just fine. Just uh, happy to be here again with, uh, you know, the, the Picard and Riker of Internet Podcast. So... I'll let you figure out who's, uh, who's who, but uh, yeah, Engage. good to be here. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm Riker because I got facial hair and Kidder has no hair on top of his head, so that makes him Picard. So I think I've seen Howard put his leg up on a couple of consoles now and then, too, so I mean, it would fit. Yeah, it would. Oh, sorry. My microphone's blocking my shirt. I need to clearly show off my shirt so you can actually read this vintage t-shirt i hate, hate to say it kidder the uh the christmas episode was last week yeah i know you're, you're you a little still late. have me 
I'm the gift that keeps on giving. How, how does the return policy on you? Oh, you're stuck with it. Damn. Yep. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, Big D, guess what you're getting for Christmas? Oh, I, I <laughs> shudder to think. Yeah, it's only a slightly used kidder. <laughs> hmm. Slightly. I beg to differ. Make sure you uh, poke air holes in the box before you set them. <laughs> no, please don't. <laughs> no, just just send it. Full send it. I'm thirsty. Uh, what the hell's to drink? Uh, I believe the line is. I believe the line is what's on tap, man. Yeah, you had to say it. There it is. What's on tap? Let's open up the friggin' fridge because I'm friggin' thirsty. Oh, by the way, if you're thirsty and you need a glass, get one of these right now. Beerbluesbs.com. You see that beerbluesbs.com right there. You can get one of these handy-dandy pint glasses with that design. Or perhaps a kidder's old-fashioned design, or perhaps the big D eating a sandwich design. There's so many on there. You can get them for the low, low price of 20% off. No birds involved either. Although, you can get the protected by murder bird security. That's on there, too. PureBluesBS.com. 20% off. Use the code Howard. Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and all of that uh, schmancy things and stuff. So... What's in the old fridge tonight? Well, we got ourselves a few drinks. Let's go with this one. It's on the top. I've been pushing this off for a couple weeks. It's a wild sour from the distilled brewery. There it is. Wow. Yeah, you can't actually read it. I'll, I'll, I'll hold it. There it is. It's a wild sour series, and it's the syncopathic. It's a dry hopped sour ale, 6% alcohol by volume, 12 IBUs on that. That's 12 fluid ounces. And what else is on here? Not Ball Corporation aluminum. This is made in normal Iowa. It's pretty average. Brewed and canned there. You can find more probably on Distill Brewery. Just uh, use the interwebs uh, on there. Yeah, distill.com. It's right there. No, you can't read it because why? Focus. Well, now you can read it. It's magic. Uh, apparently, this is supposed to be a harmonization of tart and acidic sour ale with citrusy, fruity, and floral dry hops, normally in concert with the pale ales. There are totally rad aromas, dude, and flavors reminiscent of grapefruit, orange, lemon, tangerine, pineapple, and hints of pine. Only a quarter pine tree in this. Give way to a biscuity, crackery, malt, pack, beet, low bitterness, and a dry finish to bring everything in sync. Cheers! I hope you're rinsing something over there. Here. I'm just shaking paint. That's what it is. Sure. Okay. Mm -hmm. Good. <laughs> Good. Woo! That's got like all of those uh, uh, fruits right in one smell. You would love this. Mm. Wow. It's trying to shove all the fruits at once down your throat, too. Woo! Okay. 
All right. Are you going to drink some paint? Well, I was going to let our uh, our guest go next. Oh, you know, manners. Oh, Big D, uh, okay. what you drink? Do you have what? something? He doesn't have the fighting uh, suit flag anymore. Uh, um, that's been uh, a couple of episodes. It's just uh, back in my project room. There. As far as He's redecorating. <laughs> yeah, but I'm making things more blah. Stop which is my specialty but uh <laughs> so so with all the, the moderator of mid the man himself medium b <laughs> ah well played you bastard um so all the snow that's been going on uh mr d ran some errands uh and she was kind enough to make sure that uh i had a couple of frosty beverages on tap but you both will appreciate this if uh you call me the the minister of trolling she is the uh the first lady of trolling because one of the things she got me was to kind of troll me which is awesome i married the right woman so what i got right here is a Bud Light. Se- no i would throw that away so <laughs> seagram's spiked jamaican me happy Uh, let's see here we got eight percent yeah i know right uh eight percent uh by volume 1.7.5 fluid ounces uh has lemon strawberry watermelon and guava flavors and according to the can this also has red dye number 40 so she might be trying to kill me <laughs> one uh, let's see here we go didn't work what was that one through 39 didn't work yep gotta go gotta go big right I definitely taste the lemon of the watermelon and a hint of sadness. But in fairness, it's not bad. I give it a I give it a three out of five. Oh yeah, nice. I should create this. I'll I'll give this a solid three as well. Well, gents, I uh, I'm having a beverage from the Surly Brewing Company. You know those guys who are great with their descriptors. Um, this is a juicy pale ale. And it goes by the name of Logic Bomb. Yeah. Yeah. I'm intrigued. Tell me more. I'm glad you asked. It is a juicy pale ale with such great descriptors as it's juicy, hop, and rust. Rust? No, brust. Oh. I mean. Or burst. (laughs) Yeah, burst if I turn into the can, you know. Oh, I mean, I, I like the idea of you drinking rust better. I mean, you're up to date on your shots, right? Yeah, it's uh, 5.5% alcohol by volume, and uh, that's all I got on this thing. So let's open it up. Ooh, she's a bit angry. Well, you can smell the hops. But you really can't taste the hops. Although on the second drink, there they are. <clears throat> I wouldn't call this juicy, though. It's more watery than juicy. It's like water and hops. 
you think there's a friend right there coming up, like she's going to shake your hand, and then all of a sudden, bam, right in the nuts. That's that's, that's what that seemed like. Mm. I was hoping with, uh, you know, a, you know, such an intriguing name as Logic Bomb that it was, you know, be something intriguing, but it's, it's kind of a uh, meh. Mm. Oh, rust, rust in the can would have been intriguing. That would have been. But yeah, I'm not picking up anything that's juicy. I mean, when you think like it's beer that has juicy in the title, it's going to be a little on the fruitier side of, of something, you know, like it's got juice in it. But, well, this is disappointing. I'm kind of glad this is leaving my fridge. Um, rating wise. Yeah, probably give it a two. It's not thrilling me. Not thrilling me. Sounds like a begrudging two. Yeah, well, you know, on a scale out of five, you know, you just don't have a lot to play with uh, number wise. So it's like, is it is it that terrible? No, it's just not. I don't know. It's just not interesting. It's a hoppy pale ale. Woo. I don't know. I think Kidder, with all of the weird and interesting beers I've drank on this show, it, it has made me like more upset about like just a normal beer. <laughs> you know? It's like this Sorry. is just, it's just normal. Your, your high and mighty world now. <laughs> it's, it's, not high and, it's not high and mighty. It's like I've come to accept a certain level of risk. You know, I want something weird and strange, and this is just like it's it's there, it exists. Oh sir, excuse me, oh you peasants and your boring basic bitch beer. Uh, I met that guy when I lived in England. You you, you can have that guy back. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag royalty. Hey, you were speaking of royalty earlier. I was. I tried to make a royalty joke. I was told I was not relevant. <laughs> oh, yeah. It might come back the next deity or something. No. So, are you stuck under mounds and mounds of snow? Uh, yes. Yes, I am, Kidder. Uh, Did you get the snowblower yet? No. No. But like, uh, but, but her, I, I had to get my reps in because I am, of course, part of the National Snow Shoveling League. You know, so gotta gotta get those reps in. A shirt conveniently located in the merch store at BeerBluesBS.com. Twenty percent off right now. Yeah, uh, I no, I, I haven't got it, but I, I will say, Kidder, up until like last night, you know, so. Uh, Thursday night. Thursday night, I actually had my driveway clear and my sidewalks clear, so I was I was good. It's kind of all of this snowfall that happened kind of late last night into today, so I was clear at one point. But uh, I got some big drifts, uh, especially in the backyard. Whew. I got like a ridge that runs like the whole length of my backyard. It's future Howard will put some pictures up. Um, it's pretty impressive, man. I could lose a kid in those drifts. Uh, I will probably spend a good chunk of tomorrow uh, digging out is, is the plan. So that's that's where I'll be. Outside, shoveling. Huh. But you know, 
<clears throat> if you know somebody with a truck and ramps, just so happens I have a snowblower and be happy to run it. I, you know, you would even have problems getting into my neighborhood. Um, no, I wouldn't have problems because I don't have a truck. The poor bastard driving would have the problems. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty bad. Um, Lefty worked uh, last night or yesterday and last night on the way home, uh, the person giving her a ride, they ended up in the ditch um, by our place. So it uh, it was it's pretty ugly here um, for a while. Our cul-de-sac was was clear. Um, one of my neighbors uh, in the cul-de-sac uh, has a skid steer parked in their driveway and they have been clearing the cul-de-sac like every day. So, which is all right, except he's not great about like where he puts it. So like the first time that he did it, um, he cleared it, which was before the big storm. It's kind of a little bit of snow we had, you know, like last week. He, he pushed it in such a way that it, it made it so that the mailman couldn't deliver my mail. And I had to go out and dig through the icy compacted crap that he left there to clear the way. Uh, right now it's pretty bad. I've watched at least three cars get stuck on my street today. Right. And that's, I was mostly in the basement working. So it's kind of like I went upstairs to like eat lunch and well, let's check and see how bad it is out there. And there'd be some cars stuck there. I'm like, yeah, you shouldn't be coming up this road. See, for a second, the way that you started that, I thought the cars were ending up in your basement. And I'm like, you know, people are really lost. They're ending up in your basement and you have bigger problems than coming upstairs to have a sandwich. If you're seeing cars in your basement, I mean, Howard, what kind of crap do you have going on over there? Hey, listen, it's not, you know, called a cave of wonder for nothing, man. You know, it's it's a it's a wonderful place where things like that could happen. It's possible. What else he's drinking or consuming down there? Yeah, you know, Kidder, I, I was tempted. Um, and, and now this may be why I'm as salty as I am about this beer being in. Yeah. I, I was actually thinking of uh, I have some prickly pear vodka and I have some ginger beer in the fridge. I was going to make my uh, prickly pear Moscow mule for the show. But the ginger beer I have is not the best. So I picked up some new stuff, but I didn't get it in the fridge. So it's like I wouldn't have had a nice cold one if I tried the new stuff. And it's like, eh. so I just like, well, I'll just grab the beer. Now I'm kind of disappointed and wish I would have gone the other way and had the mule. I'll open up your back door, pop it right out there in the snow bank on your deck, and there you go. Yeah, but then I have to leave during the middle of the show, and with Kidder being as punchy as he is, I mean, who knows what he'll say? I think we know what he'll say. <laughs> It'll be just like that time we put beer out on your deck, and then half of it blew up. I don't remember that, but, you know. Yeah, we had some beer on your in the townhouse. Put it on the, on the uh, patio. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I do kind of remember that. Gitter, I, I, I see, and I, I don't want to step on all your thunder, but uh, I, I see you put some uh, snow again in statistics. Uh, I did not see any thunder snow with this storm. I, d I did not hear of any reports. There was some thunder sleet the very beginning, oh, or in a Fargo area. Did you see that, Big D, the Margo forehead area? 
Uh, not for this one. For the uh, blizzard we got a couple of weeks ago, uh, we had thunder snow. It was about 50 nautical miles south of here, so closer to Fargo than here, but we saw it. saw it on our uh, fancy weather toys, and we got really nerdy. Yeah. <laughs> Howard I have no idea what that means, but okay. <laughs> Howard shaking more paint. Uh, yeah, so... This pokey tool. <laughs> so, Kidder, tell me, because I have yeah. no idea what you're going to tell me. Uh, how much snow did you get out there in the biz? <laughs> well, the funny thing is my driveway, after we got the initial snow, uh, cleared it out, and then, you know, the blizzard actually started, haven't had to clear my driveway again. It's almost completely clear. Except for the five-foot drift at the end on either side. The driveway itself, almost completely clear. <laughs> it's kind of hilarious. Everybody else is like, ah, I gotta go shovel again. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, officially, the airport is only a couple miles away. And as of this afternoon, we're at 46 point two inches for the season which is the snowiest record uh, of the season is in any start to any year since they started keeping records in the 1880s it's the most snow that we've received in bismarck so again 46.2 inches officially and with this storm we're at 20.3 inches for the storm total precipitation snow amounts level still another half inch is possible here over the next uh, 12 to 24 so we'll see if they include that in the storm total but again 20.3 inches in november so the one uh, snowmageddon 2 we received 17.1 inches and much like the first part of this storm, it was heavy and wet, nasty snow. Get you, get you stuck. Uh, back in April, with the snowmageddon, that was only 18.3 inches. And so we got the big one. It's been lots of blow, lots of ridiculousness. But uh, there are some, some big drifts, got a couple windows covered. Uh, it kind of looks like Howard's window back there. You can't see out of it right over that way. And of course, I had to go to work. So I went to work. The Subaru made it. Didn't get stuck once with the 20.3 inches. Plowed through it. It's good stuff. What about you up in the El Forco Grande? Is it... Uh, is it a, a yeah. bit moist, a bit heavy, a bit high? Yeah, so going back to random blizzard after we had three weeks, nice green everything, and then we got sucker punched by uh, Mother Nature. That one dropped 11 on us. November, we were forecasting 12, but we only got six in that blizzard, and it was a blizzard, uh, despite the fact that you, you might think snowfall from a blizzard would be much more than that, but it was a blizzard. We checked all the boxes. Um, that one, uh, similar, is pretty wet, slush, uh, slushy, sloppy snow. Really good for making a snowman. Uh, this one, we got 
right now we have been uh i think the official report is 16 inches uh here in town <laughs> and also uh my uh uh, my stellar team uh, at work are also recording uh, 16 inches, about 15 miles west of here. Yeah, in the, I don't know if this is the snowiest start of the winter season for us up here in uh, El Forco, but uh, with just those two storms last month and this month, we are at 22 inches, which is just about half of our annual average. So it might be snowy. Mm-hmm. next few months that'd be a good time you think that we're uh we're stuck in a double la nina pattern and so we're just getting hosed with everything well this one wouldn't have been as bad um to, to, to directly answer your question yeah maybe um but what shut up but what hit us this time is that um i don't know if you recall uh, ever studying about an omega block Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Kenny Omega is a dick. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, with the uh, wow. and, and, right. and we'll have to hook feature Howard up with a uh, with a picture so we can upload it so that your uh, your viewing audience can figure out what the hell is Big D talking about. But the the Omega blocking pattern out to our east is what turned the storm into four days instead of a day and a half. So there's that. Howard's just simply riveted by it. He's speechless. You know, uh, Kidder, I, I'm glad Big D is actually on this episode. Because um, I got a question uh, that I've been waiting to ask a weather professional. You know, You're glad I'm on every knows. episode, don't you lie? <laughs> <laughs> yes, but uh, this one, I, I, I had I had this, this question, and I, I thought I would ask you, Big D, because I always hear about this. Um no, heat, heat lightning is not hotter than other lightning. Uh, no, it wasn't that. <laughs> but, but good job breaking Kidder. Uh, no, what I was going to ask, because I always hear this. Um, I almost swore. <laughs> almost. I'm, I'm trying to keep it clean <laughs> for the YouTube metrics and to save future Howard from having to bleep. Yeah. Your question. He's got a certain. Well, the, the question is, uh, you always hear this uh, belief, and I say it's a belief because I don't know if it's true or not, that when the, the temperature drops to a certain level, it becomes impossible to snow. So people will always be like, well, it's negative 25 out. We don't have to worry about snow. It's too cold for snow. So here's my question. Is there a temperature where it becomes too cold? for snow is there a concrete number no uh at least that i can recall offhand no not that i can recall i'm sure there is um just notionally i believe that is certainly possible um actually probably likely the colder the air is the less moisture it can hold so if it can't hold a heck of a lot of moisture uh, i mean theoretically maybe something would precipitate out but it's so cold that the the amount is so insignificant that it barely registers that was uh my thought of it too so well i'm, I, I, I'm our, glad our combined knowledge from the classes we took together has stuck <laughs> the classes i don't remember you and i were in together 
<laughs> maybe met one, maybe. I don't even know if you were a, a Met major from day one and then you changed or what. I just know that I was. you were you were Howard's roommate and you thought I was a pothead and I corrected you on that. <laughs> that's 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 right. I was never Kidder's roommate. <laughs> Sorry, that was that was a layup. I I couldn't resist. <laughs> couldn't resist. I was just wondering how high you are now, because <laughs> you got cars driving in your basement, and <laughs> now you're. Listen, if you if you see me lick the paintbrush, then we then we have problems. But uh... gonna end up going to Subway again. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a long walk to get there because I'm not driving. Or <laughs> hmm. White Castle. We'd have to walk a long way to go to White Castle. They don't I. have any in the biz? No. There aren't any in North Dakota. We'd have to there. go to Minneapolis. Ooh, and I'm supposed to drive down there tomorrow? Maybe I'll just not, because I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wait, yeah, I did. Never mind. Yeah. Yeah. You could, but, I mean, things, stuff conversations travel keywords what other buzzwords can we add in here uh click baby type reaction to weather the snowmageddon almost killed us i know i'm still thinking about uh different uh, <clears throat> uh well-known pairs for uh for the two of you, you know, have the, the Picard and Riker of internet podcasting. We'd have the uh, the Abbott and Costello, the Simon and Garfunkel, uh, a little less endearing, the Edward and Jacob. If you have no idea what I'm referencing, that's actually probably good. I'd say we're a bit more like Fry and Laurie. <laughs> yep, I'm the only one here who watches obscure British television. Got it. <laughs> obscure? You kidding me? Did you ever watch Keeping Up Appearances? No. Did you ever watch Are You Being Served? Yes. Without me? Yes. Wow. Not everything revolves around you. Oh, I I never said that it did. I just... You only implied it. (laughs) As you know, well, here's the reason, because I have the complete series of Are You Being Served over there. So, that... That's that's why. Oh, speaking of British television, did I talk about this last week that I, f- I finally finished Inside Man? I, if I recall, you had said you had given up on the series. I, I, I tried watching the first episode and it kept erroring. And I was like, and went on to something else. Tried again mid last week. And I forgot to talk about it because Going in, I did not know who wrote and produced that miniseries. Do you happen to know, Howard? I don't. Stephen effing Moffat. (laughs) On the second to last episode, and there's only four episodes, I see in the credits, because I'd fast-forwarded the other stuff, and I went, well, that's why this sucks. Stephen frickin' Moffat. 
Like that's why there's a bunch of plot holes and loosely tied together things that are meaningful but have nothing to do with each other. Just just stupid. Was- so are you are you telling me that the um Matt Smith Peter Capaldi series uh of Doctor Who you were not a fan of because of the uh uh Extensive involvement of one Mr. Moffat. Yep. Terrible. Mm. If if there is a different showrunner and writer and executive <clears throat> producer for for uh, the last three doctors, I probably would have enjoyed it more because it would have made sense. I still heard- argue that, that you're a bit harsh on Moffat on some things. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard similar criticisms from... Uh, Somebody I haven't referenced before, so I got to think about this. Um, my uh, big D in law, uh, I'm running out of ways to use the D. Shut up. <laughs> Mrs. Well, we were trying to, we're trying to keep this like a, a, a G, family show. But I guess, I guess you're, you are keeping it in the family then. I'm referring to Mrs. D's brother. Let's put it that way. Um, but now he, um, his big gripe with Doctor Who, I think a, a lot of the uh, the Moffat episodes was um, that prior to Moffat, the uh, the Doctor was just a, a traveler and did different things. When Moffat got in there, I personally enjoyed the storylines, uh, plot holes and all, but he was billed as the um, not omnipotent, but the a larger figure than he otherwise would have been in the history of the universe and everything. And the, the story arc just got too big. I think that was the main, the the pair of main gripes. See, and and my thing with Moffat is I actually think he's actually a a very intelligent and, and very good writer. The, the problem gets to be though, when, you know, he needs the time to like think and, and really focus in and create something. Cause as I've said, some of my favorite doctor who episodes of all time were written by Stephen Moffat, you know, blink family of blood, the silent library, you know, these are all Moffat episodes and they're, they're fantastic. And I would argue that the first season with uh, Matt Smith was actually pretty fantastic in storytelling wise. The problem was is that it was so good that it's like, how do you follow that up? And I don't think he ever had the ideas really like as refined with that. And I, I think that it it caused a lot of the problems because then it got to just I uh, will just put dinosaurs on a spaceship and make an episode because I don't have anything else. So I because so, clearly a year to write stuff isn't enough time. Well, but that wasn't his only show at the same time. Maybe he shouldn't take on those sorts of responsibilities then. Well, but you know, it it's I I believe that he was um booked with Sherlock Holmes first and then he switched over cuz his Sherlock Holmes uh series is fantastic. I don't know if either of you have ever checked that out. Um with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch and Martin Freeman, but 
fantastic I, series. I did up until uh, the Moriarty character uh, off himself. Uh, then I stopped, not because of not because of that. I just life happened and I got sidetracked. Uh, wasn't actually aware that it was still going. Happy to hear it is because it was a freaking awesome. Yeah, it. I mean, it's it's been quiet for a long time now, but it uh, it it was good. You know, it it was definitely an excellent series. It it just you know I but again. I think he had that before he had the Doctor Who uh, showrunner position. And I think once he got that, then it was just, uh, you know, he needed time to do both. But I also think he just, you know, what he was doing with Sherlock Holmes was he was taking the classic Sherlock Holmes kind of mysteries and rewriting them and modernizing them and making it work. Whereas with Doctor Who, it was all original. And as I said, I think, I really do think that he he can write really well, but I think he gets lost sometimes when it's too much stuff or he just doesn't have the ideas and can't focus down and doesn't have somebody kind of directing him in that sense. But I, 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 I hate to throw him completely under the bus because as I said, he's, he's done some of my favorite episodes, but I will also admit he did some stuff that I, I never really liked, like aging the doctor, incredibly far you know he was a big fan of and the doctor was imprisoned there for a thousand years spoilers i didn't say when that happened just throw that out as an example but clearly a thousand years from one point to another are you talking about that confession dial bit with uh peter capaldi no, I just I remember like especially some of the Christmas episodes like always seem to have this theme of and the doctor stayed there for it was always some like ungodly amount of time. Oh yeah, yeah, that was uh like 300 or whatever it was. Yeah, like he he stayed and defended the planet so that they always had Christmas and then oh he was trapped and he had to punch his way out of this granite wall and that was four and a half billion years and don't you judge me for remembering that yeah but i mean it was it was stuff like that where it's just like stupidly absurd yeah it's like but he kept going to that well of like and the doctor stayed there and it's like why what does this serve we get it the guy's pretty much immortal we'll live forever yeah <laughs> so that's the stuff I, I was not really a fan of. But yeah, hey, look there. Doctor Who tangent out of nowhere. We'll call that topic two and a half. Nah, we don't keep that kind of track on this show. What do you think? We are, some sort of professional operation. I'm just being sure. Big D. <laughs> so in that case, move it to move it to topic three. It's a great transition. Great Listen, direction for the show. I have stopped caring about trying to craft like an excellent expert transition because every time I do, it either gets stepped on or somebody jumps to something else or anything. Like, doesn't matter. I might as well just say, and now, topic three. 
know. <laughs> and now something completely different. Yeah, exactly. We're gonna talk wrestling. Why? I don't know. Kidder's fired up about it. That's what uh, this hour is twenty-two minutes used to do. Yeah, wrestling. Uh oh, some former wrestler just changed something in the rundown. I gotta stop giving him editorial control. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't really care that he makes the jokes in the run sheet. It's the fact, though, that it's in the run sheet, so the audience never sees it. So then future Howard has to go in and, like, screenshot it so that when we're talking about it here, the audience knows what's going on. You're just making more work for future Howard. And I think you would have learned by now not to mess with future Howard. Well, Minister of Trolling, right? <laughs> yeah, we gave you the title. It doesn't mean you have to work for it anymore. <laughs> oh, you will love my major announcement later on. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> we might skip that topic. We're going to remove your your trophy. <laughs> Take it away from you. So, quick rundown from the uh, WWE and AEW uh, non-fake news. First of all, Mandy Rose fired! Get the hell out of here! You're done! In fact, Tuesday, I think Tuesday or Wednesday, whatever day, whenever NXT actually happens, they said, all right, you're wrestling somebody tonight. And guess what? You're losing the title. Okay. And then you lose the match. Get out of here! Get the hell out of here! Why, you ask? Well, I'm glad that you asked why. Because apparently she's making a lot of money on her own, on her uh, personal website that's similar to what you would find on OnlyFans or any of those other uh, sites. And apparently... The content was not in the WWE's policy guidelines for talent, i.e. it was extreme. Were there tables involved? I think so. I mean, in some form, I'm, I'm sure there was something flat, something hard, something propped up. I would imagine, but uh, yeah, she gone, and she issued a statement. Basically, said, "Hey, the site's still up, so you can go pay thirty bucks a subscription and put just the tip." Next, Matt Riddle. You uh, you a Matt Riddle fan, Big D? No idea who that is. Well, clearly being the pothead that you are, I thought he'd be your favorite wrestler. This is the darkest part of my ass. <laughs> yeah, his, his, he's the original bro. And it's like the stereotypical Southern California surfer bro kind of dude. Oh, okay. Gotcha. That's his uh, gimmick. Gotcha. He doesn't wear shoes when he wrestles. He's like, on. he had a really good tag run with Randy Orton until Randy Orton had to have emergency surgery and hasn't been back. And then Riddle 
kind of been doing his own thing. But he's got uh, uh, like a 420 shirt and stuff like that. Not really holding back that uh, he smokes the marijuana. Uh, but WWE's drug policy has changed to include marijuana, from my understanding. So when they drug test you, they apparently don't rail you for smoking the devil's lettuce. Okay. Turns out Riddle has been written off television for the second time because he apparently tested hot for drugs. And I just mentioned that uh, marijuana is apparently no longer included on that list. So Riddle. Get it together. Stay away from drugs. Okay. Indeed. I'll add to this, Kidder. Uh, part oh. of him being suspended, uh, he was given the same um, option that uh, Jeff Hardy was, which was go to rehab or be fired. So they wrote him off, not because he's just suspended, but he is going to rehab. So just... Just to put that out there as a uh, hopefully he uses it as an opportunity to get clean and such. So just to share that tidbit. You are correct. My Howard of Blues. I I, I blame the logic bomb. Clearly I, you know, mm. having an effect. Hmm. Well, uh, also on SmackDown tonight, no, I haven't seen it, but the internet, uh, as always, spoils everything for me, and so I learned, and I will share this knowledge, because by the time you see it, it will have happened a week ago, probably. Uh, SmackDown tag match is Sammy and Roman Reigns. Versus KO and a mystery opponent. Would either of you like to take a guess as to who that mystery opponent will be for the last SmackDown of 2022? I mean, I'll take a guess, but it won't be a good one. Um, I do not have a guess on this. I'll say Gold Dust because bizarre. <laughs> And this uh, was a bizarre snowstorm. There we go. I made the connection. Sure. Well, the natural Dustin Rhodes is still employed by AEW, so he will not be showing up on SmackDown. And uh, Howie Blues, minus five for not even taking a stab in the dark. I mean, I, I, I don't know i mean it, it could be cody rhodes he is kind of due to come back but i think that they're saving him for the rumble do you have the rock come out because then that could build to that with that feud I, <sighs> so there's like two or three guesses and i'll save you they're wrong it's your favorite person you can't see who voices anything and everything these days. That's right. It's the five-star flashing fan himself, John Cena. You know, now that you say that, I actually saw a news 
story that he was going to be back for the last SmackDown of the year. So, but you can see how much that registered as I clearly forgot it. I just didn't see him. So they're still shoving Cena down everyone's throats. He has not been around since May. It was going to be the summer of Cena. And then Vinnie Max, uh, what Willie contest got exposed and Cena went, I'm going to go voice some Honda commercials. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Shows you how uh, much I keep up with the uh, uh, pro wrestling biz nowadays. But okay, cool. Long absence, Sheena rolls in. I can, I can get behind that. Kind of like how he showed up number 30 in that, that one rumble after he'd been out for a little while. I wasn't even mad. That was at uh, Madison Square Garden, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. And Thugonomics as well. <laughs> Old school. But. Anyway, speaking of any Mac, he's still hanging around WWE in a wish sort of sense because he wants to come back, but he was forcibly retired and uh, he still wants to come back. But everybody else is like, no, dude, you just go do you. You stay away, please, because they're still looking into his illicit activity with hush money. So there's that. Anyway, anything else you want to mention on the WWE? Yeah. I, I don't know if you saw this story, Kidder, um, but uh, there was a report out that uh, Triple H has been bringing back all of these wrestlers um, kind of since he took over people who, were part of like the 90 some that Vince fired and uh, supposedly not all of them are performing at a level that is expected. And uh, there have been some notices that some of them may end up on the old shopping block and might soon find themselves once again, future endeavored could be interesting to see what happens there could be, you know, it's kind of that question of if they think that now that triple H is in charge, that's like, well, we have our job back because we're clearly one of his guys and we don't need to put in the effort. Um, which if that's your, your take, you have a terrible read on triple H. Um, in that case, because he's one of those guys who you hear stories about him from his wrestling days and he's kind of a demands perfection kind of guy. That was part of why the click, uh, ticked off so many people was because, they weren't afraid of saying, hey, this guy can't work. So it could be interesting to see. Uh, we might see some of these people who have just come in and gotten another shot uh, quickly vacate the scene. I didn't, unfortunately, have the time to look further to see who was on that list or who was, you know, maybe called out in that. But that that is what I have seen, at least was that that story was going around there. I added WWE news. Everybody enjoy this rare Howard brings WWE news moment. Well, if that's such a rare moment, then I am going to, I'm going to raise to that, but Oh, it's empty. Oh, sorry. There's round two. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're not quite there yet, but, 
I'm just saying. Howard's not quite there yet. I mean, it, if you guys are ready to do round two, you can start round, uh, as Kidder Chugs his. <laughs> no, I just <laughs> said that. I, little... saw, I saw that. Yeah, you got to put the angle. <laughs> because there's that little bit at the end, right? Hold over for meteorology. <laughs> Yeah, well, you guys start what's on tap round two. I'll be ready by the time you guys are done. So I intentionally didn't say anything so the screen would stay on you while you while you chug 10 seconds after you criticize Gitter for allegedly chugging. Yeah. Chuck yous! Dick. <laughs> Joke's on both of you. Future Howard's editing all of that out. <laughs> <laughs> Touche, you magnificent bastard. <laughs> so, Big D, you started this. Uh, so what do you have for what's on tap? Round two. Well, well, don't be sad because I was trolling you and now I'm going to troll Kidder. I got a little bit of IPA goodness. Kidder's favorite. Hey, you, you do you, man. You're the one drinking that. Shit. Damn it. See, you made me swear. Sorry, Howard. <clears throat> Well, he I almost, he only, I almost swore again. <laughs> I think he only believes the Effenheimer. You're good. Uh, now we, this... we, we've stepped up what we censor in an attempt to hopefully um, game the uh, YouTube algorithms, which apparently will pull out things. It's like if you swear a lot, it will. Uh, good to know. That said, feel free to swear. You're just making more work for future Howard, who may or may not hold it against you. Well, that was a piercing stare you just sent right into the camera. <laughs> yeah, no, this is actually one that I've featured on the show before. It's the uh, Elysian Space Dust IPA, the other one that uh, uh, Mrs. D got me. Uh, but we'll just review for Kidder. 8.2%. Uh, 19.2 fluid ounces. It is an IPA, as I mentioned before. And let's see here. Leasing Brewing Company, Seattle, Washington, and Fort Collins, Colorado. Well, I might have to rethink this because Fort Collins uh, makes me think of not good things. I will, well, that's all career-related, so I'll just leave it at that. Uh, let's see, uh, this hopping, the hopping is pure, stark low energy. Wow, that sounds horrible. With Chinook to bitter and late to late and dry editions of Citra and Amarillo. Doesn't even make sense. Brew House, we opened their doors in 96 when Bold Art and Music. Okay, they're talking about the brew house, not the actual beverage. We're going to skip that. And. Mm. On a scale from one to old-fashioned cherries, uh, I rate this as a uh, kid or get your life together. You know, when you drink that bad of alcohol, you should probably reconsider your life choices. Nah. <laughs> okay. I was going to say, the, uh, the correct follow-up to that, Big D, was when you find yourself on a podcast called Beer, Blues, and B.S., then you should have reevaluate your life choices. That would have been the proper dig right there. That's what you should have gone with. <laughs> okay. So this is for a future Howard. No, you're too slow. <laughs> <laughs> that bus left. 
when you find yourself on a podcast called Beer Blues and BS, you should uh, reconsider your life choices. Although in hindsight, that was a dig at myself as well. So, ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Kenner, what are you having for round two? Uh, he's giving me the uh, the signal, the signal that says, "Howard, save the show, do something interesting." So I will. That's right. I will hop in. Uh, my what's on tap round two comes to me thanks to everybody's favorite. Triple B Brewmaster, the local geek. That's right. Uh, he gave me this. It's a Jeremiah Johnson Brewing Company Mountain Man Scotch Ale. Yeah. Uh, it's brewed in Montana, and they have Masters of Craft on here. Uh, a lot of stats on this. Uh, I think the most important one that we care about is 6.5% alcohol by volume. Uh, what all do we have here? It's local craft. It's Montana's Golden Triangle, probably brewed in Great Falls. Pretty cool city. Been there a couple of times. Uh, locally sourced, the barley malt comes from four miles away. The honey comes from 28 miles away. The water, four miles away. And it was locally canned. Mountain Man Scotch Ale is the pride of Jeremiah Johnson Brewing Company, embodying the spirit, history, and allure of Montana. We only use the freshest Montana two-row pale malt and local honey in each batch. Rich and complex, this ale combines the malt flavors of toffee, dark, dark chocolate, caramel, and molasses with a subtle hint of cherry smoke for a smooth, even-bodied finish. At Jeremiah Johnson Brewing Company, we source local brew fresh and can in-house for an exceptional beer that could only come from Montana's Golden Triangle. Do well, Jeremiah Johnson. So, yeah, a lot of stuff on there. Um, but uh, I, and, and this is a Scotch Ale, which is uh, tends to be my beer of choice because uh, it's the same thing that the good old Cold Smoke is. And coming from the local geek, I am pretty sure that this will be good. So. Mm, it's got a nice smell to it, a nice aroma. Hmm. Oh, that's good. That is good. It's not quite like a cold smoke, which is my you know basis for any Scotch ale. It's got a very oh, that is a very smooth. Um, finish to it. it it's 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 pretty impressive yeah well that's good hey you're that reading good. that whole description i had i wish i had one in my hand right now yeah no it's thank not- you lo- thank you local geek uh i'm gonna enjoy this and uh hey cheers to you local geek when you get to this part i know you're probably at work but cheers anyway Can't go wrong with that Scotch Ale. True story. You know, I, it really is uh, one of my favorites, um, and and such. But uh, I see, I see, I see Kidder just ready. He's uh oh, that that's what he's got. Maybe okay. I, I saw the can. You I know what's what coming. I, I I see what you have, Kidder. Yeah. 
uh, because I see what you have, and I know what it is because I gave it to you. Um, what do you have for the audio listeners and those who don't know? Like I don't know if we can actually use that music, but I'll give you an idea. <clears throat> From the Distel Brewing Company, it's a Hawaii Five Ale. See what I did there. All right. Product of Illinois. Has nothing to do with Hawaii aside from the name. (laughs) Again, refresher for you. Blonde Ale with pineapple, coconut, mango, peach, and guava. Fruity, juicy, tropical, Normal Iowa or Illinois. 6.4% alcohol by volume. So we're increasing the alcohol by 0.4%. 12 fluid ounces and it's 13 IBUs in this. Again, distill.com. Right there. There's the distill.com. Okay, it says our fruity and juicy blonde ale will quickly transport your palate with a taste of paradise. Tropical flavors of pineapple, coconut, mango, peach, and guava are bounds with smooth maltiness. One zip and you'll be singing the song of the islands. Aloha. Support boycott flavor bland. Right. That reminds me of the that, that should just really uh, be on one of those data lore memes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. I know one of the more original ones is this the the pointy lady and then the squinty cat on the other side with the the salad. I enjoy that as well. Yeah. Okay. Let's uh, give a smell. So I do. I did get an initial hint of pineapple, and then kind of killed my nose with the coconut. So I, I hope I don't die. Ugh. Ugh. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna have to go white girl on it. I can't even minus one. Gross. Howard, why? You know, um, that's not actually what I thought it was um because that's not one of the distill sour series but it is my distill so i have had that one on the show before Um, yeah i know i remember (laughs) you having it but why um listen why would anybody make this crap (laughs) (laughs) oh good you're going that route i was about to say uh, i cannot be held responsible if you try things that howard tries on the show um because Howard is clearly out to create content and then therefore drinking weird stuff. Uh, I tried a second time to make sure that it still sucks and it it still sucks. (sighs) 
I'm gonna have to ha like I'm gonna have to dump it. The look on your face uh, seems like it's gonna make you dump it. If you take my meaning, are you all right there? Do you need to excuse <laughs> yourself for about five minutes? Well, I think I'll be okay. I might die, but I, I think I'm okay. That doesn't even deserve to be in the Sue Koozie. Or have that name. That sucks. Normal my ass. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I'm putting that one off to the side. That one's that one's going in the penalty box forever. Uh, I need uh, something to fix my palate. Switch to auxiliary power. Switch yeah. to auxiliary beer. Give it a roll. She's got cotton. <clears throat> so what am I going to do? I'm going to hurt myself even more with the citrus rescue. Citrus IPA from New Belgium Brewing. It's okay, brewed you, you, with perfectly good but imperfect looking fruit. Perfectly good, but yeah. Don't yep. do it, Captain. So as five percent alcohol by volume, twelve fluid ounces. IPA with orange juice, orange peel, and natural flavors. As hard as you gripe about IPAs, or maybe you don't even gripe as, as as hard as you dislike IPAs. You're about to use an IPA called Rescue to rescue you from that skunk beer. Well, it wasn't skunky. <laughs> it just sucks. Whoa, that's like orange juice with a side of pine. Woo! Yeah. Wow. Okay, then. So you have orange juice and gin in that can. Good to know. Mm. A little oh. bit of gin and juice here. Yep. Gin. Mm. You want some gin? I, I mean, I did think about having gin tonight. <clears throat> here, here's a life lesson about gin, specifically Bombay Sapphire. If ever you get the urge to have a shot of... Uh, Bombay Sapphire at room temperature. Don't. I'll just leave it at that. Sounds like uh, Big D's made some life choices that he regrets, and <laughs> not just hanging out with us. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it just it just tastes really bad, and it just needed to be cold. That's all. If you're ever in a position for uh, some buddies of yours to give you absinthe. <laughs> Don't. Oh, the lo the local geek might uh, might argue that one with you. Uh, he actually has had absinthe on this show. Future Howard with mm. the uh, episode number, but it has happened. Cool. So he, uh, you know, when I was about to um, when I was about to take off out of Germany, some some of my coworkers were trying to to screw with me. Uh, at my at my going away dinner, uh, one of them bought me a shot of absinthe. Like, hey. Have this, have this. I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm like, what is it? Absinthe. Doesn't that make you trip? 
It's like, yeah, it's gonna be good. So I'm freaking out, thinking I just take my career. But now they were. It was. It was just uh, just some trolling. You y'all would have been proud. Thank you. You would have laughed. Yeah, uh, the local geek broke down the whole like myth and uh, around the whole tripping on absinthe. It was a great episode and great knowledge. Again, if you want to know more, in fact, future Howard will do one more. Not only will we put it up there, but in the show notes, I'll I'll click to that, and it's I think what's on tap round two that he did it in. Um, so you can jump right to the right chapter. But uh, he he talked a lot about kind of the history of absinthe and the controversies around it and all of that. It was very, very educational. And I think you can actually get absinthe at one of, uh, I think it's Thomas Moriarty's. Kidder, back me up on that one. Cause, uh, <clears throat> well, they have, uh, uh, at least had the absinthe in an absinthe machine at five ten point two. And they just changed uh, the menu at Thomas Moriarty's, so not a hundred percent certain if they have the uh, absinthe yet. We'll uh, we'll we'll see. I'm sure I'm sure the local geek will comment and uh, let everybody know for sure. I could also discuss some uh, some life choices with Soju, but uh, I, I won't. Other than the fact that I remember. Uh, featuring Soju on a What's on Tap a couple months ago. Uh, tread carefully. <laughs> uh, y- you did, and I think there was even talk about me trying it. Um, so we need to make that happen, Big D. Mm-hmm. So uh, I will say, Lefty keeps talking about going up and visiting you. So at some point, we need to make that happen. Yeah, we've been going on... When the hell to get back in town? Sixteen months ago, we've been saying it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> I I I know. Uh, it's just kind of one of those things, you know. This is North Dakota, so winter is not really the greatest time to travel, and yet at the same time, um, like summer is my busy season, so finding time to travel is always a bit challenging. Mm. And to be clear, I'm talking about that both ways. I'm talking to Mrs. D like, we should go to Bismarck. Oh, yeah, we should. And and then, yeah, we got to fix that because who knows how long I have left here. Could be as little as 10 months. Don't know yet. Yeah, so we definitely need to make that happen. Um, so future goal, future goal. We'll make it. We'll, we'll come up with something. We'll, we'll chat. Get her. I see that there's still yeah. uh, some wrestling news we didn't cover with uh, the old AEW. So we yeah. should yeah. Yeah. probably we'll wrap, wrap that up so we can we want to be your... fair and balanced. <laughs> oh, you know, I, I'm just sure that the people who skipped, uh, you know, like, oh, hey, I'm going to skip this wrestling because they're doing what's on tap round two are going to be. <laughs> Wait, they weren't fully done talking about the wrestling. Lane doesn't watch our show anymore anyway, so it's fine. Yeah. I, I, he, I, he moved to all of the cities now, so. Yeah, I know. I'm still sad about it. Anyway, uh, over in the all-elite side of wrestling, I finally watched the promo you asked me about last week, and yes, it was good. 
absolute Ricky Stocks and MJF. Very good promo. They even referenced a bunch of WWE things, which was uh, kind of funny, including The Rock. That was one of them. That was funny. Uh, so that's where the pr- the fire promo comes from because th- they've really been doing work to make their promos better. There's still a ways to go with a lot of the talent, but I got to tell you, they're they're doing something. They're making things work a little bit better, and so I give them I give them a thumbs up for progress. The second part, I had sent you a video, and you didn't comment on it so i don't i don't think you even watched the video or listened to it um maybe possibly which video are we talking about a very specific video in which mjf is showing off the brand new aew world championship belt oh yeah i saw it did you listen to it? Um, no. Uh-huh. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. I, I, I think because that's one of those that like popped up while I was at work, and so I kind of like looked at um, looked at it and just went, "Oh, okay, it's just showing off the the new belt." You don't work. You must not have read my, my caption to it either. That's fine. Uh, it's okay. Because they know, stole our gimmick. And what was it? The belt is called the Triple B. Mm. The beautiful Burberry belt. The Triple B. And in that is a specific clip of Tony Schiavone saying the Triple B sucks. Ladies and gentlemen, allow me to introduce to you the Triple B, the Big Burberry Belt. Well, the Triple B sucks, okay? Oh, come on, Schiavone. This- I started laughing so hard. I had to pause it and then back it up and record that segment to share with you. Yep, and uh, you would be right. I died. I probably should have uh, paid more attention. Truthfully, Kidder, a lot of times when you send me videos, like I don't tend to necessarily watch them because I, I always I always look at them and I go, oh, Kidder wants to talk about this on the show. I'm not going to react. You know, I, I'm not going to watch it or I'm not going to pay attention to it because I want to give you my, my true, like, honest reaction on here instead of me having to go, what? They said that? Or, you know, it, so... Yeah, that that's part of why you don't see me respond to a lot of your stuff that you send me because I always assume, oh, he wants to talk about this on the show, so I don't want to don't want to spoil it for myself or the reaction or things like that. So I'm gonna have to do a better job of paying attention to that. Apparently, well, this one you're gonna get a kick of, and I mean the end of the year is basically here. I gotta redo the copyright for the vi- the uh, the episodes anyway. Because, you know, 2023 is around the corner. So, <laughs> this this is the last episode of 2022. So, yeah. M-M-X-X-I-I-I. Uh, I'm guessing. Feel like uh, you're turning into an episode of Sesame Street. Brought to you by the letter M. 
Uh, uh, I, I also watched the uh, Ricky Starks MJF promo. Mm-hmm. And it, it was good. It was all right. Um, I guess my one critique would be, and, and like Starks gave a good promo. I just wish he would have slowed down. It felt like when he finally got the mic and he finally got to talk, it was like, I have all these things I want to say. And I'm just, and it's just, I felt like he needed to let it breathe a little bit. Some of his stuff. Not that he needed to go with like the full WWE, like slow promo, just give it a little bit more breath, a little bit more, a little bit more time on it. If that makes sense. Um, Like, like, just just a comparison of him versus MJF. MJF clearly had pacing down on, on his promo and, and had appropriate pauses and allowed for the audience to, you know, react and all of that. And I just feel like Ricky Starks was just a bit too quick to get it all out and just needed to savor that just a little bit more. But, but that said, I mean, a, an amazing promo, and I need to now rethink Ricky Starks because I've been down on in the last few times that we've done AEW pay-per-views. I, I clearly need to re, uh, reevaluate where he uh, is in my standings of stuff. And I think yeah. that... Uh, rethink that, Ricky Starks, damn it. You know, Ricky okay. Starks. I'll, I'll get right, I'll, uh, I'll get right on that after I finish all the videos you sent me. Kidder's... Uh, Shaking his head in uh, disappointment. Oh, I'm uh, judging you. Jeez. Uh, when are you not judging me, man? I'm like here on trial every week. <laughs> yeah, content. Gosh, I think this brings us to topic four as I, you know, make this somewhat smooth transition. Mm-hmm. 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 And uh, this is the part of the show where Kidder's going to tune out as I. Uh, <clears throat> I take over and uh, talk a little bit of uh, board games and such because there's been some controversy and some things that are a little bit scary. And so we're talking about. Um, so I, I got a trio of topics. Uh, the first, um, and it is probably the scariest thing um, for a while now, there's been some concern about Mythic Games. Um, Mythic Games is a company out of France. They make some very fine games. Um, Solomon Kane, uh, Reich Busters. Um, let's see, gosh, what else do I own of theirs? Uh, they did Mythic Battles Pantheon with Monolith back in the day. That was an excellent, excellent game. Uh, and of course, the big one uh, that they, they did was they did the board game version of Monster Apocalypse, a game that I am very, very much excited for. Um, Hell, the Lost Saga, Rainbow Six Siege. They're doing that one. Um, but it, it's been kind of interesting because uh, I covered this once before on the show. It, like, they've kind of been a bit on radio silence and you just haven't been hearing uh, Hell, the Lost Saga is has been greatly delayed. Well, the, the news kind of first broke. A couple of the designers, the more prominent designers of the group, were leaving the company. Um so that was a little alarming, uh, but this was then all of a sudden followed by news that Mythic Games was selling off some of their IP. So so far they have sold uh, Solomon Kane and Reichbusters to Monolith Games, another French company. Um, they are also have sold off 
um, Enchanters, Steam Watchers, Super Fantasy Brawl to uh, Cool Mini or Not, so or Simon. Um, so they've sold those off, and they put out a fairly lengthy um, update, basically saying, "Yeah, we we had to do this. We needed to basically bring capital into the company." But we didn't want to run another Kickstarter because we're already behind on some of these. So the goal was to sell off some of these properties and uh, take, bring, get an infusion of cash that hopefully then can allow them to get some of these games out. So they're focusing on trying to get Monster Apocalypse out, Rainbow Six Siege out, uh, and Hell the Last Saga. So I'm hoping this isn't looking good, Kidder. Um, you know, when when companies start to do things like this, it's when like. Kickstarter start to fail, and I, I have three games that I'm sitting on, you know, with them that haven't been delivered. So we're gonna hope, especially Monpoc. I want Monpoc. I, you know, if I don't get Hell and I don't get um, Rainbow Six Siege, I'm okay with that. If I don't get Monpoc, I'm gonna be a little disappointed because um, I'm super excited about that one. So. That, that was the first thing that's kind of been making stuff um, interesting. Uh, the next one, Kidder, uh, and it'll, I'll be interesting for your take because as a guy who does a lot of graphic design, I, I think that there's some stuff that would apply to you here. Uh, there is an Instagram uh, page out there uh, called the Golden Demon Compendium. Uh, the Golden Demon is a painting contest that was uh, that is hosted by Games Workshop, and it is kind of got a reputation for being like one of the best painting contests out there. Um, if you end up with a Golden Demon, that's a that is a in my hobby world of painting. You know, there are painters who will list on their like stuff like golden demon winner it's a big deal and, and it's 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 very highly competed people who do miniature painting professionally um golden demon is one of those contests that they prep for and they work on all year for you know to hopefully win the thing because there's only one winner um so you you know there's the gold the silver and the bronze so uh, it's a big deal. Anyway, this Instagram page is made up basically of a guy who takes in, um, he's, he's getting the, uh, he's collecting the, the, the winners, you know, so the gold, the silver and the bronze winners, photos of their miniatures and posting it on his Instagram page. And this has sparked an interesting debate recently because one of the, the winners in this year's contest asked him to remove some photos of his artwork because basically this guy is is taking the models that people have worked and spent hours on creating and posting it on his Instagram to get all of the likes and follows um, when it's clearly not his work. And in case you're thinking, well, you know, gosh, he's just a compendium site. Um, there are some cases where they have removed watermarks um, that the artists have put on their photos to mark that it is their miniature. Um, Kenner, where do you stand on on, on this? What are, what is your thoughts on this? As again, as a content creator who's made graphics, you know this idea of somebody grabbing uh, these photos and using them in this way. Theft. They're stealing. They're ripping off somebody else's work without doing the work 
or having the talent to do it. <clears throat> and they don't pay for the rights to use it. And therefore, they are plagiarizing. They are stealing. It is basic theft. Yeah, I kind of figured that's where where you would be on that, and and that's been part of the kerfuffle because, as I said, one of the artists has asked for his stuff to be taken down because this guy is using them, and it's it's not even like this guy went to the the contest because the the contest is held like in the United States is held in the, at Adepticon in Chicago. It's not like this guy went to Adepticon in Chicago and took the photos of the miniatures in the display case and put them up. That would be one thing. But this is like actually taking the artist's photos off their own Instagram page and posting them up there. So I would agree. It is kind of theft, but it's been uh, a bit of a controversy that people are talking about, you know, whether this guy should be allowed to do this or not. Um, So there's that. The last thing I will talk about... um, just because I think it's stupid and that makes it entertaining. Uh, Games Workshop put out a game called Cursed City, and I've talked about this on the show, too. Um, I I managed to get a copy of it, Um, but they put it out, and then it was to a very low number for as much hype as it was. It sold out immediately. I was lucky to get a copy. Um, And then GW kind of said, now we're not supporting this. Well, then this year they came out and they said, well, here's an expansion. Okay, cool, sweet. And again, it sold out. It was hard to get. I got a copy. Woohoo. Um, and then they they came back and they they put out a second expansion. And I, again, um, this one didn't sell out quite as many. Um, they or quite as fast. They they printed off more copies. But they said this is the last time. It's the only time. If you don't get it now, you're never getting it. So people did race out to try and get it and. And such. I got my copy. Uh, it's it's in the mail. Um, but then here's the thing. So after they kind of made this push of like, yeah, it, 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 that's it. This is the last expansion. We're done. You better get it. Get it now. Uh, Kidder GW announced uh, this. Actually, I think it was last week. But they announced uh, shortly, like, hey guys, uh, in two weeks' time, we're going to put both expansions up for uh, print on demand. So if you want it, you just have to order it, and we'll print up a copy and send it to you. <clears throat> which is uh, is great. Um, I also feel bad for anybody who scalped uh, this game because there were people who were buying like four or five copies of the expansion and then like selling it for hundreds of dollars on eBay. So that, uh, that, that doesn't work, but yeah, there you go. There's some board gaming... Um, kind of news and controversies and uh kidder for those who are uh wondering i am painting i i've been painting up my uh rachno uh standard uh, arachno assassin standard bearer and uh he's almost done uh i've been using the super washes from reaper along with a couple speed paints from uh army painter and uh i think he's almost done i i just want to put a wash on the uh the gold on the standard and it's done. I, I like painted a mini like in a half episode of Beer Blues and BS. That's pretty fast. It looks all right. Um, the skeleton bone kind of comes off a bit more yellow than I kind of like. And I will say it is hard with these contrast paints to kind of get them to just go where you want them. So I have some bleed through in some places. Um, 
So, but I just really wanted to experiment with these. So there's that. Big D left us. He, uh, he did. He did. I'm wondering if he didn't have a, you know, kid sort of, uh, something pop up. So, uh, so while he's, uh, gone, uh, kidder, uh, big news on the, uh, the old uh, kind of entertainment um, kind of movies and TV stuff. Um, it's, it hasn't been a, a, a good chunk of time here for uh, Henry Cavill. Uh, first, he left the Witcher series. Um, partially because he didn't like the direction that the Witcher series was going, but also partially because he was uh, going to be returning to the uh, big screen as Superman. However, the news came out today that uh, the new uh, runner, showrunners, if you will, of the uh, DC Universe, uh, the Guns, have uh, decided to go in a different direction than Henry Cavill, and he has lost his position as Superman. Bum, 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 bum. So he, uh, he's taking it very well. Uh, but, you know, a little disappointed because he was excited to come back and play Superman uh, some more. So, um, kind of interesting. Uh, it, it's now, the other kind of big rumor with that is that he uh, is looking to do a, a Warhammer 40,000 uh, show for Amazon. So, we'll see if that happens. So, he is a big... Warhammer fan, so you have to give uh, Henry Cavill credit. He keeps willing things that he loves into existence uh, in an entertainment side. So, yeah, it's true. But so, um, <clears throat> mm -hmm. I don't know. Could be a little weird with uh, how. The DC universe continues on because, uh, you know, I mentioned watching Black Adam and it's all right. Yeah, um, it'll be interesting because I, I think that The Rock had a whole lot of plans to, to do stuff, but, you know, with the guns in charge, I mean, they're rebooting the entire DC universe so because they're doing that uh you know it's up to them to recast and do what they will with any of those ip so you know you might see a different suicide squad well the suicide squad is pretty safe because that was um james gunn to begin with but uh you know we might see a different batman we might see, you know, a different Wonder Woman. We might see no longer Jason Momoa as Aquaman. I mean, there's... It'll be interesting. It's just going to be a, a change. It'll be interesting to see what Gunn does when he has full and total control of the entire universe. In this case. Um, so. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll see. Will be pretty interesting. 
if you're into the DC uh, universe. And really, the only thing that I've found very captivating is Peacemaker. Um, you know, as I close my drawer, um, and I haven't seen Peacemaker. Um, I, the characters that I'm really interested in, like, I really did enjoy Ben Affleck's Batman. So I'm kind of interested to see where that goes. Um, I'm always interested where they go with Batman as a character. So that one, Uh, especially since they just had the Batman come out and that got pretty rave reviews, you know, and there's talk of doing a sequel. So it's like, where does that stand within all of this? Are they going to allow that to continue or are they going to be done? Um, They're filming the second, uh, the sequel to Joker is being filmed right now. So it's just, it's interesting. It's interesting to see like, when does this start and what does it look like and all of that. And also, if you're going to recast everybody, I, I, I feel like you're going to run out of people, you know, um, to, to play some of these characters. I mean, there's always new people coming up in Hollywood, but you're, you're not going to have necessarily all of the, the name recognition stars. So there's a there's that. So, yeah. Um, let's see. I'm trying, I'm trying to think of other things to stall with, Kidder, because the uh, the next topic um, was uh, Big D's, and he's not here. Um, so, oh, I got here. We go. We can we have another this. Kidder, I have an idea for our episode 100 contest. Here, here, here's here's what I here's what I'm thinking. I'm going to pitch this to you live. Hit me. Well, uh, we we've been wanting to grow our subscribers on the old YouTube channel. So here's what all I'm the channels. Well, I'm focusing it on YouTube. Yeah. I mean, I I love it if people do everywhere. So here here's what I'm saying. If you want to get a chance at a beer, blues, and BS pint glass that I'm putting up with my own money, I will ship it to you. Here's what you gotta do. First, you have to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh-huh. So, so that, that's step one. Step two is I want you to take and share your favorite episode of the show. Or it could be of Howard's Game of Wonder. Or it could be of Kidder's Log. Or it could be one of the wrestling reviews. But your favorite video that we put out. So you got to share it on Facebook. And you got to tag Beer, Blues, and BS. If you do those things, we you will be entered in. We will draw a name out of that, and uh, that will be the winner of said pint glass. What do you and think how, of that? I think it's great, but how how are we tracking it? How well, do, how do people let us know? Well, I mean, it's one of those things. If they tag us, then we'll be able to see. Every time that the show gets tagged, 
so there's that. Uh, and then it's just ma basically matching that up with the names of our subscribers, because we can see everybody who is subscribed to us on the YouTube channel. So it's just kind of a, a quick check and uh, and such. So one of those things I can go in, we can easily check it, put everybody's name in a hat, and uh, we'll do a dry outing live on air. So, should be pretty easy. A little bit of work before the show, but I think we can do it. And uh, if you're okay with it, then we'll make this announcement official right here, right now. People have a chance to do it. Let's do it. Make it happen. Mm -hmm. for, for one of these beautiful pint glasses. Is it, is it this design? This one? It, it is that one. Yep. It is the... the the as uh, some people say, the bog standard uh, triple B blues, <laughs> triple B pint glass. I was trying to say logo, and for some reason the word logo escaped me. Um, here's the only other catch, though, folks. Uh, we have a two week buffer on our episodes, so that means that you have until we put out episode ninety eight to get your uh, <clears throat> to get this done. So. If you think about it, you're hearing about it here in episode 91. By the time this comes out, we will be recording episode 93. So you have roughly five weeks to get it in. Hmm. Roughly. Does that make sense? Future Howard will do the math and he'll actually put the date up here or in the show notes if you're an audio listener. And uh, we'll have that for then future episodes where we'll be able to say it. Um, but we'll probably put a post up on Facebook and things like that. Um, so, yeah, if you want to shout at that, that's what I think you have to do. And uh, we'll, we'll draw that live on episode 100. And then I'll get in contact with that person and figure out the shipping deets. So I can see it now. You choose a winner and you get ghosted. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Howard Blues. I want to give you a pint glass. I don't know anybody by the name of Howard Blues. I'm not giving it. I'm not accepting this. It's probably fraud. I don't know anybody named Howard Booze. Hmm. <clears throat> yeah. He disappeared. He 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 really did. I'm gonna guess that there's something going on kid wise. That's what my that's what my parental instincts are telling me. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm -hmm. That's how it goes. That's how that's how the cookie crumbles. I, I know, and he's got some major announcement that he's looking to make. So it's it's kind of like, man, I you know I don't want to like steal his thunder or anything. You know, I, not that I know what it is, but that'd be nice to get that out there. People are probably now wondering, like, oh no, what big thing is Big D wanting to share with the with the gents? So you'll find out when we find out, folks. Hopefully it won't be too much longer. 
So. Oh. <laughs> he was there, and then he disappeared. Ha. Huh. Uh, wow. Well, uh, we'll we'll just have to play this one by ear and uh, see what uh, comes of it. Uh, Kidder, the uh, the only other thing we have on the run sheet besides Big D, big announcement, um, <laughs> is uh, this is our New Year's episode. And, uh, you know, last year I asked, uh, you know, about uh, making some New Year's uh, resolutions. Um, I, a day, couple of mine came true. Uh, we we got some people on the show that I always wanted to have on the show, like Big D. Uh, we, you know, that was one of my things. Hey, we want to get the gentleman from Indiana on, and he's been on, and he's been providing content uh, at amazing rates. Uh, we got Adam Foot on, um, which was which was great. So I'm feeling pretty good. Um. You know about it. Mm-hmm. I I have a few other people I would uh, love to to see on the show. I have some uh, good friends who I haven't seen in like twenty some years come this year, um, and uh, I would love to you know here in twenty twenty three get to have them on the show, um, especially since they live all around the country. Um, and get a chance to talk to them. So that that's one of my goals for this this year. Maybe to reach out to them and invite them on the show and, and such. I don't want to necessarily name names right now just because I don't know if they want to be associated with the show, if they want to use a nickname, you know, like Big D does or such. So, mm-hmm. yes. And who would truly want to be associated with this show? Oh, I mean, only the best people want to be associated with, you know, beer, blues, and BS. Unless you're Tony Schiavone, apparently. <laughs> uh, yes. That there, folks, is called callback. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lane still hasn't seen it, so. Talk about callbacks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, Kidder, any any resolutions from you for uh, the upcoming year of Beer Blues NBS? Well, for this show, I mean, you could give off a <sighs> life one if you if you feel like there's a certain goal in your life that you would like to put out there into the universe. I I, I resolve that 2023 needs to not suck. Mm. like 2020 and 2021. That's, that's, that's what I have to say. (laughs) Yeah. You've had a rough couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's how she goes, but yeah. I mean, uh, I think we all have good years and bad years. You know, I I, I would say this year has been a little on the rough side. Um, the whole 
um, I, I haven't really talked about it on the show. Um, so for the audience, um, the agency I work for, it's divided into departments and uh, they decided to switch and move sites, historic sites from one department to another department. Oh, we've lost him entirely. He had to, uh, he had to go. Shocks. I, I see that now that I pick up my phone that he's. Uh... So, um, unfortunately, we, we've been hyping up this major announcement that uh, we're not going to get. So, um, anyway, to, to just finish my thought, uh, we've been working on this transition to a different department for historic sites. That's it's been rocky this year. It's been, it's been like we're getting there, but it, I mean, it's it's there's challenges to it, and that's the way these things go. So, but uh, Kidder, since we lost our guest, and we're not going to get that big major announcement, um, yeah, I feel, uh, I feel let down. Yeah, I, I feel let down, too. And on that disappointing note, uh, we've been talking for quite a while. I I, I think we got to wrap this thing up. <clears throat> All right. I did finish this. Oh, no, there's like a little bit left. Now I finished that IPA. I got so. about half left, but I've been painting and such. So <clears throat> Nursing. <laughs> gotta get you one of these yetis so then your your beverage actually stays cold by the time you finish it um do you have any like new year's resolutions any big ones before we wrap it up uh, just for 23 not to suck you know i i don't know um i I usually don't really actually set resolutions. It just seems like the thing to do when you host a show and it's like New Year's time, um, just because it's like easy content. But you know, I, I I really don't tend to set any major goals like that. I I don't know. I don't feel like I'm ever like that lucky that like, hey, I've set this goal. It's all gonna work out because I made it happen. Um. You know, I just try to hope for a good year, you know, good health for myself, my family, my friends, you know, um, I have a couple of board game or hobby related stuff. I guess I could say I, you know, I would love for in this next year to, uh, actually complete the major goal of painting an entire board game. So having one of my board games, uh, completely painted would be kind of an awesome goal uh, to to achieve. Um, God, what's the other hobby one? I'd like to get the cave a bit more organized. Um, I've been working on it, but would love to get to a point where I actually feel really good about it. And, uh, you know, always play more games. It's always a big one for me. I feel like I have not got to get as many games to the table. 
And uh, mm. you know what? I, I want maybe this maybe this will be the year, Kidder. I finally actually try playing a war game. Um, I I have collected rules for several and you know figures for several. I just need to kind of get the stuff put together if you're actually play the game so don't know which one i'll focus on but yeah there you go there's some there's some hobby related new yeah. year's resolutions yeah 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 good hopefully it hopefully it works well <clears throat> maybe we can play one more game of modern warfare <laughs> yeah yeah, I saw Brother Smalls had tagged us in a, a kind of a post about Modern Warfare. So, yeah, that's apparently Modern Warfare 2, the new one that none of us own. Well, I don't know if, if uh, Brother Smalls has it. I think he might, but I don't have it. You don't have it. Nico doesn't have it. And Kyle doesn't have it. <laughs> Because it's still, their deal was like $15 off. So it was still 55 bucks. So we all went, no. However, Battlefield 2042, the disc for the cross platform for Xbox was $9. That uh, sounds like a bit of a steal. Yeah. Very, very happy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I. I don't know. Maybe I'll find more time to play some more video games, but I just it's still it's one of those things. I just I don't have the time for it. Mm hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> and one Battlefield match. I mean, you and I had played uh, Battlefield four for a while back in the day or even uh five i got you five right uh i oh, no. mine was like a world war one or a world war two whichever one that one was there was battlefield one that was world war one that i hated uh call of duty world war two we played a lot uh, you guys played a lot. By the time I got into it, <laughs> uh, that was like I was enjoying myself with it. Um, but you guys were very much like, oh, the cheaters, the cheaters. And uh, not much has changed. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was one of those things like, I yes, there were people clearly doing some of that i just i don't know i was willing to kind of forgive it because i just was enjoying it you know enough so <laughs> i wasn't anymore <laughs> yeah. to some degree i i enjoyed us playing together that was fun yeah i think i enjoyed it a bit more than you guys did just i i don't know it I I had an easier time with that one, not getting so sucked into like the about it. I just I don't know. I played that one more just for for fun, for you know, giggles. <laughs> you know, oh, oh, I almost, I almost did it. Oh, I almost, I oh, you back. did. 
I heard yeah. it. I heard uh, it. I know. Future Howard yeah, will. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <it's, laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, but I, I was having more fun with that one, you know, than, you know, I just didn't get wrapped up in the whole, I have to take this super seriously. I just, just kind of having fun with it. Um, mostly because I actually I truly enjoyed the um, the shotgun with like the ignition rounds that would set your opponent on fire. Yes, I like I could sit and do that all day. That was to me just super enjoyable. Like it's like I I don't have to be good. I just have to hit you. <laughs> You know, so I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the level design on uh, on that one, too, I would say. Probably more than I think most people. Um, the levels just felt different and kind of fun. Like, I liked Docs was a good one. I liked the one on the uh, on the battleship. Mm-hmm. You know, I, there was just some really nice, fun kind of maps, I guess you could say. But I just, I enjoyed it. I so, but I think I enjoyed it more than you guys did, if I'm being honest. You know, I liked the non-futuristic pieces about it but then they started getting stupid with it and adding in the alien and whatever there's just a bunch of stuff and the weapon skins from the cards i hated hated getting those stupid cards because 90 percent of the time you had something show up that you already had and there's no reason for you to continue to getting something that you already have even if you got you know five credits for getting a duplicate it's stupid you open up a bunch of those things and duplicate 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 and you're like yeah this this game yeah lots of fun you know and i guess i just i never really cared about like the skins or the look I didn't my, either. That's my whole point, because that's all you got. It's just a mm-hmm. bunch of worthless stuff. Like, give me a cool gun. Give me, give me something interesting. Like, maybe even a cool uh, wardrobe, right? Because you could outfit your character. Give me something interesting. <laughs> Whatever. Not playing yeah. that anymore. Yeah. No, I, as I said, I I think I just enjoyed aspects of it a little bit more than you guys did, you know. And it's because I again I didn't get sucked into that, and maybe it's because I didn't play as long as you guys did. But yeah, yeah, that's okay. Yeah. We wanted to play with you more, but every time you turned it on to play with us, you had an update. Uh, that one, I didn't have as many problems with that. That was so oh. much more, uh, of the, uh, modern warfare was my issue. Like every time I wanted to play modern warfare, it was, you need to have an update. 
do I do I really do I, I know. you know that that's what kind of killed that one for me was the number of times where it's like you guys finally said like hey Howard we're hopping on we're gonna play oh sweet I you know I can play and I had my system set up to to download and it I don't know why it didn't but it didn't and so I would to hop on and be like oh yeah I, I get to sit here and wait on this update you know so that that but that was modern warfare that wasn't um the world war ii one that one i i rarely had that problem so i still have that every once in a while with with mine if i don't turn it on for a while it gets stuck almost <clears throat> doing uh, the automatic updates for this firmware in the system and then it just turns off and when it's off it won't you know finish its update and turn it on again and it keeps going just a sign that i need to play my with my xbox some more I you guess. know it, it it's it's tough you know well but you also have like cable and such you know so i think you you guys watch more actual tv whereas yeah. like we stream everything's so, like my xbox is on quite a bit because mm. we we stream a lot so we stream enough it's just through uh as you call the assistant mm. yeah we got a new assistant did you get the cube no mm. we got the uh i think it's like the echo 15 hmm so it's an actual screen. Ah, listens to you even more. Yeah, I don't care. Good. <laughs> uh, it's just, I, I don't know. I, I know some people get really wrapped up about the whole, like, the devices are listening to you. I'm just like, I. I have to be the most boring person they're listening to. <laughs> All right. Uh, That's how it goes. Is yeah. it that time? I mean, I, I, I cued that up. It. I, I, I teed that up a while ago and <sighs> just like yeah. golf <gasps> took an yeah. extra 20 shots to get to the finish line. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Future Howard's going to curse about it, too, because he's, he's going to find that. He's going to make the chapter note about it. And then it's he's, you know, he'll have forgotten about this whole like extra conversation. So he's going to be like, son of a, you know, I got it. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, well, it could be worse. Could be worse. But since <clears throat> we want to get out of here. The best way to find us is on our website at beerbluesbs.com, beerbluesbs.com, B-E-E-R-B-L-U-E-S-B-S.com. It's our website, everything on there, Facebook, YouTube, our audio podcasts and the locations for them, beerbluesbs.com. It's in the show notes if you just want to click the hyperlink. 
join us there. While you're there, click the merch text at the top of the page or in the hamburger menu. Click merch. Join us there because you can get 20% off your order there at our website, beerbluesbs.com in the merch store. 20% off keyword Howard for the holidays. It's all them there holidays and once. 20%. Good stuff. Beerbluesbs.com. Click merch. Please join us. Buy some stuff. Pint glasses and more. Or hold off. And as Howard announced, the contest for episode 100 with the live drawing on the 100th episode, you can uh, enter to win your very own pint glass. All you got to do, like, share, subscribe, comment. Easy. Easy peasy. Super easy. So please do just that. Give us a thumbs up. Drop a comment below. Share the episode because, well, sharing is caring and helping us get out to the people. That's what we would love to do. BeardedBluesBS.com. Like us on Facebook, subscribe on YouTube, follow on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Stitcher, TuneIn, IMDb, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, including iTunes, and many more. Search Beer Blues and BS. We're also on Instagram. We have the Insta at Beer Blues BS. Please find us. All the above, BeerBluesBS.com. All right, let's get on out of here. I think that's about enough. That guy over there painting some stuff. He is Howard Blues, the guy who ghosted us. Not the ghost of Jimi Hendrix. He's hanging out over at uh, JS Gunslinger's place. Big D, thanks for having uh, uh, him. (laughs) Thanks for being here. (laughs) Wherever he might be right now, often... Wonderland. Thanks, Big D. We'll see you again in the next one. I, the man, the myth, legend, Mark Kidder. Thank you for joining us. This and every episode of Beer, Blues, and BS. Remember to keep your glass at least half full. There's some free beer tomorrow. And we'll catch you on down that Snowmageddon Tuscan Highway. Have a good one. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. All that good stuff. And, well, we will catch you on down that 2023 Tuscan Highway. You have been listening to a UA production of Beer, Blues, and BS. If you enjoyed the show, help others find out about it by rating the show or leaving a review at your podcast listening service of choice. Thanks for listening, and may your glass never be empty. UA Productions presents A Glimpse Behind the Curtain. And Kidder would rather be watching Metallica than being here with us. It's not what it says. (laughs) No, but I know how to read between the lines. How do you know I wasn't listening and watching 
while I was waiting. Well, I'm sure while you were waiting, but now I'm, I'm, I'm sure, like, I was feeling bad that I'm running late. I don't want to keep Big D up too late. But I'm sure you were sitting there like, yeah, I'm getting extra Metallica time. Take your time, Howard. Take your time. Oh, it's all good. I was watching like 75 different ways to cook a steak. It was a very productive time. Medium rare. That's the only way. <laughs> well, gents, Howard are we... so uh, long that I started a mission to kill the Borg Queen. <laughs> oh. Is that why you're all pixelated? I look fine on my end. Yeah, it's not what the recording is showing in a few weeks. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to go with Howard there. You look kind of like a pixelated dookie right there. Free up your bandwidth, man. I yeah. think it's the host. I, maybe, although Big D looks fine on my end. Hmm. So, take that for what you will. Midco sucks. Well, I mean, that's a given. <laughs> Can't remember the last time I was a Midco customer. <laughs> Hasn't been since I've been back. Maybe the last time? I don't know. Maybe not even <laughs> then. I don't figure remember. They are what they are. <laughs> well, gents, are we ready to rock and roll on this show? Kidder's undecided. <laughs> He's like, I don't care. I'm going to kill this board queen, whether you guys do a show or not. <clears throat> oh, she's dead. Hmm. Again. Well, that was fast. I'm good at what I do. What if the best of oh. both worlds had only been that fast? No, that would have been a, a much crappier, uh, much less satisfying uh, episode. Because it wouldn't have even been a two-parter. So, yes, episode singular. Yeah, Commander Shelby would be sitting there like, wait. Why am I even here? It took longer to get here than to do the mission. But they didn't even know about the queen then. All I'm going to say is all hail our new Borg King <laughs> Charles. <sighs> oh, come on. Nothing like a British monarchy joke. <laughs> I don't think those have been in style, you know, for the past, uh, I don't know, century. Oh, come on. What has anybody ever accused me of being A, in style, or B, relevant? <laughs> that is why you're on this show, isn't it? Exactly. Bring the cool factor down, man. Bring the cool factor down. <laughs> <laughs> Some people's kids. <laughs> All right. Might as well get this show on the road. We can't. The road's closed. Just our little corner of it. <laughs> oh, it's going to be one of those nights. Oh, goody, 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 goody. <clears throat>